welcome to the episode eight of Just a Chat With. We're here today with Claudine O'Sullivan, uh, who's a world-class freelance illustrator, recently moved from London to Glasgow. Claudine has gained the industry spotlight for her distinctive hand-drawn illustrations, notably featured in Apple Pencil launch campaign, uh, which won the World Illustration Award in 2017. Claudine has also worked with established brands such as Twitter, MTV, Island Records, We Transfer, Tiger Beer, Derwent Pencils, and many, many more. Uh, Claudine, thanks for having us today thanks. in your house. Thanks for coming. Yeah. <laughs> um, I suppose for our viewers or uh, listeners, um, you know, maybe tell us a little bit about you know what you do and how you got started. Cool. Um, I'm an illustrator, as you said. Um, I'm. I used to describe myself as mainly like very traditional. So. Most, a lot of my work is pencil based, um, all hand drawn, kind of made the leap to digital um, after the Apple campaign. So I do a bit of both now, um, but I would describe it as like a colorful mess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's it, yeah. So I do really kind of colorful hand drawn illustrations. And then um, I kind of do a lot of different client work, be it murals um, and things like that, but then also have prints and stuff that I do as well. So it's kind of a mix of different outputs. Have you um, always worked independently as an illustrator? Uh, as an illustrator, yes. Um, I mean, I've worked obviously with agencies and I've done some like collaboration projects, but I've never worked kind of as an in-house illustrator. I actually did that as an internship in uni um, at WGSN, which is like a trend forecasting company. Okay. I really didn't like it. <laughs> it just wasn't for me. I think it felt a bit like I was kind of just churning out images for pattern and it wasn't kind of um, right for me. I think for me, I need to some time away from it as well. I kind of can't draw all day long every day yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> drives me a bit crazy um I should definitely be saying that that's what I want to do all day but it's not um so now I've been doing it kind of full-time for about well, I say so I did like a chunk of it full-time for two years then I've had a baby so now I kind of feel like I'm doing it part-time again mm -hmm. um but I was kind of doing it night times evenings weekends while working as a graphic designer okay. um and then I went out on my own um after the apple campaign so that was 2016 so kind of doing it by myself ever since then. Nice. So the Apple campaign was pre going out on your own or? Yeah. yeah. I think that's something that I've struggled with a lot. So I kind of used to struggle with confidence. I still do, but a lot about like calling myself an illustrator when it was my full-time job. And actually like I, some of the clients I got when I was kind of doing it at 3 a.m. in the morning or before work, my style hasn't changed, well, has changed, but my style hasn't, I'm no better because I'm doing it full-time. So that's kind of something that I've had to get my head around. Um, and then it was getting to the point that I was going into work and coming home and then working all night and actually going, okay, it's time for me to just go out and try this. And mm -hmm. the worst thing that can happen is I just have to get a job again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that kind of gave me the confidence to do that. And I used to just save all the money I earned from illustration mm -hmm. um, and then live off my salary. And now that kind of gave me a bit of a cushion. So that let you through the job? Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. you know, you need to pay your bills at the end of the day. <laughs> It sounds like the, the Apple project was quite a pivotal project. Yeah, I think, like, I think for me personally more so, like I don't think it was a kind of a, I don't really feel like I ever had a kind of a made moment or anything like mm. that. But I think for me, it just gave me confidence because they sought me out out of nowhere. And as well, like financially, it meant that I could, you know, mm. go out on my own and give it a bit of a go. And I think, yeah, I think it was a, it was a big thing for me personally, more so than like my name was on it and it was on the website and stuff. I don't necessarily think I got loads of work because of it. Yeah. Um, but I think just it kind of flicked a switch within myself to go, actually, no, I am an illustrator. Like, mm -hmm. And how were they to deal with? Were they, you know, 
did they direct you quite heavily? Or no, not really, not really. No, it was a really, you? really quick project. Um, so, like I said, I was working full time. I had all my annual leave used up. I kind of had to pull my boss aside and be like, I have to go to LA. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they were really understanding about it. So, yeah, no, it was it was a really, like, I was terrified for the whole thing. Um, like I said, it was a really quick turnaround. I had to go into Apple and, like, buy an iPad um, and figure out how to use it. And, like, my husband, he, like, my husband's a software engineer and he was, and laughing being like you barely use photoshop like you scan things in and that's about it <laughs> so i'm like what if i'm rubbish but i think the kind of panic and fear and dread is quite good for me yeah um uh so yeah i just i did two images for them and a lot of it was drawn like on transatlantic flights while i was being a hand model and sweating similar yeah. to now what app yeah. did you use what so procreate um yeah which i still use um and i've done some work for them as well i'm doing um like i, I just like do quite a bit of work for them and I've done a couple of Today at Apple events yeah. um, in London and I always feel like a bit of a cheat because I feel like people are going to come to these to be like, oh, let's learn all these tricks. I'm like, so I will use one layer and a pencil and like one pencil type and that's pretty much it. <laughs> like, really? Okay. <laughs> you haven't paid for this. <laughs> um, so I think that's been really good for me. So using, although I say like I use the iPad now, I would never call myself a digital artist because I'm, like I said, I don't really have any tricks. I use it like I use paper. Yeah. Um, so but, what is your process? Do you start on paper and then go into the iPad or? No, well, I used to, but now I'm finally, I think actually since having my daughter, I've, I work a lot more like purely digitally now, not all the time. Like I still, all my prints and stuff are all pencil, but it just means I can dip into things a lot quicker. So if she falls asleep, usually on me or beside me, I can just pick up the iPad and I'm in, yeah. rather than getting out the pencils, getting everything out. So I usually um, will sketch up on that. Like I said, I just use a like a pencil mm -hmm. setting HB, like very basic. And I just work in layers and I kind of save things through. It makes it really easy to work with clients as well because it means I can send a couple of sketches and if they kind of say, oh, we want this in a different color or that. Like, I think the last project I did, commercial project I did, that was all hand-drawn was for Jemison. Mm -hmm. um, and that was a two-year project. So it's the longest project mm -hmm. I've ever worked on. And it was really great because I got to work with two of my friends on it. They kind of got me to choose two friends to work with a photographer and another illustrator. But um, my part of it was I was drawing this eagle and I ended up drawing it 22 times, like in pencil. <laughs> like by the end of it, it's just like, I can't, like in my sleep, I don't need a reference image, I can just draw an eagle. Um, and I don't, like, I don't regret not doing that digitally, mm -hmm. but it was just like after that, I was like, that's actually quite a lot of work because my pencil drawings take me about like 20 hours. Right, okay. Um, and I think I probably spend that long. It's the other thing with the iPad, like the, a recent job I did for Twitter, that was like paint. I spent so long and I didn't need to. The client again was very like kind of gave me the brief and let me go with it, which yeah. is great. But I don't kind of just do something to get it done. Like I do it and I painstakingly go over it. So the iPad times, how long you've spent on it was like 32 hours. Mm -hmm. And I was showing it to my husband because he tends to be my feedback over. He's like, I'm not going to lie. It looks the same as it looked three days ago. And I'm just <laughs> like, but the freckles, they're in different places. It's <laughs> like no one's seen the things you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can zoom as well. So at least with paper, there's a threshold there where like the page can only take so much and you kind of have to call it a day. Yeah. Whereas with digital, you can just keep going yeah. and zooming. Yeah. <laughs> and I work on giant well. canvas sizes because a lot of my stuff gets blown up. Like that Twitter campaign was on Piccadilly. Mm -hmm. So it was a huge resolution. So I'm there like zooming into like this girl's pores, like yeah. drawing and everything. So working for Twitter, how does that come about? Because I'm sure some people are listening, they're like, They'd love to work for Twitter. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, starting out in illustration, that's probably... That was nice. like, yeah, so it was like a really 
weird one. It came about through Twitter and I wouldn't even say I'm very prominent on Twitter. Like I mainly use Instagram, but it was um, a guy who bought one of my prints from a wholesaler in Dublin, I think, when he was on mm-hmm. holidays and he works in Twitter and one of some one of the ad campaign, like one of the ad teams in Twitter put out a shout out for illustrators mm. and he tagged me in it and then they rang me and I remember taking the call. I was at home in my husband's house and I was minding my daughter and my godson mm. and I was just like, oh God, there's no one here and I have to take this call. Like I just like shifted them into the room, sat in the toilet. I was like, hello? <laughs> yep, yeah, can, I can talk. <laughs> um, so that was a real, like, it could have been anyone and they, they chose 10 illustrators and I think like a, a lot of that is like people always ask me how I get clients and stuff and that doesn't usually happen. <laughs> it's not usually like out of nowhere, this just comes along. Like a lot of it is me emailing people constantly and not getting replies still at this point in my career. It's not kind of like I just wake up and have all these jobs yeah, yeah. looking at me. Um, so that was really nice. Um, and yeah, so that was this year. So it's kind of the last big project that I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it was quite quick and they were really good to work with. It was a kind of a, it was a brief, um, but not too prescriptive. And I was pretty much kind of given free reign with it, which yeah. is, terrifying and exciting which is kind of what what makes me do my best work (laughs) and and did you with twitter did you get to visit them or did you do that whole thing remotely remotely fully yeah yeah Yeah. so um i had actually so they thought i was in london i don't think i had updated my website to say i wasn't um by then so i actually they were originally going to pair me with uh, one of the England women's mm-hmm. football teams. So I didn't really go into detail about what the actual project was. So it was 10 female illustrators mm-hmm. drawing 10 of the um, stars from the Women's World Cup. So I actually asked to get paired with a Scottish player. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'm in Glasgow. Like, cool. Um, so I got paired with Erin Cuthbert. Cuth- blah, Cuthbert. <laughs> um, so she used to play for Glasgow and she's from Irvine. So the actual mural was painted not by me. It was painted by um, a group called... Oh my God, Graffiti Kings. So I was really paranoid about handing my work over for someone else to paint it. Like any other murals I've done before, like I've painted myself. Um, I was actually quite glad that I wasn't doing this because it was still when uh, my daughter was quite young and giant and like a three-day turnaround. Um, But they did a really, really good job. And then, so that was down in Irvine, but then they also used the image digitally um, in London, I think in a couple of other spots as well. Um, so, you yeah, know, that was fully remote. And like I said, it was quite a quick turnaround. Um, but again, it was almost like one of those, there was kind of no creative feedback. It was very much so, here's a project and we want you to just do whatever you do. Yeah. And then I did this, like all these edits and probably spent way more time than anyone was expecting you to on it. And they were just like, yeah, it's great. I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. You've got nothing. <laughs> okay, I can draw an eagle 20 times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but they seemed really happy with it. So yeah, it was good. Um, and I suppose like, well, you know, from, from, you know, starting up on your own, um, you know, you mentioned that work doesn't always come. Oh yeah, no, definitely What's the kind of biggest challenge or, you know, in finding that work or is there anything that you've learned and that's made it easier to get work? I think, yeah. So I think kind of, like I said before, confidence has been a big thing for me. And I was talking to one of my friends who's also an illustrator and like, I think that's part of our industry is you've just got that kind of like fear (laughs) all the time. Um, and I think with me is like, I've learned that it's okay to not have like five projects on sometimes. Yeah. So I think after my daughter was born, I had a bit of a like, I wouldn't call it a wobble, but like I freaked out probably last December with like, oh my God, I've got, I've got no work on. I'd say my career is probably over. I've probably forgotten how to draw because <laughs> it's been like three months. <laughs> and Rob was just like, well, you can just pretend you're like working on a project now and she's your project. And then when 
when she's done, but when you've got a bit more time, <laughs> you go on to something else. And then work came in actually in January and that was fine. Um, so I think I have natural lulls in the year and I'm quite lucky that I usually never really have client projects on in December. Everything tends to go a bit quiet, yeah. but then I do more like print fairs and I kind of do more online sales and things like that. So I think for me, from a like work perspective, I think the fact that I have kind of different things going on mm-hmm. and it, like I need to be okay with having time to maybe do personal work but then like from a financial perspective I save a hell of a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I also have kind of different revenues so I have wholesale orders and print orders and things like that so if I haven't got a client project on there I'm not freaking out so have you licensed some of the prints some of the designs no so, no no I've, no um I mean I license it the way I work with clients is I license my images so I never give my copy right away it's always based on license but my actual prints mm-hmm. I wholesale so like a lot of my life is wrapping things up in tubes and (laughs) signing hundreds and hundreds of prints so most of my digital prints are open editions so they're the ones I wholesale and then I've got limited edition ones as well that I kind of just do off my own site okay okay how how do you balance between kind of like self-initiated stuff and the commercial stuff I think it's important to have that proactive side of yeah definitely so like I actually really struggle with personal work more so now than ever like I think I had that completely ridiculous mindset that I was like I'll have a baby and I'll have like all this time to do loads of personal work it's like no I have to like google calendar when I'm gonna wash my hair (laughs) Um, so actually I quite enjoy a deadline and a brief Uh like it's I think it's getting that balance of working with clients that give you like a good brief that pushes you in a new way but isn't too prescriptive like that's kind of the dream isn't it um and then personal work actually my first iPad personal piece which I haven't really done and that was um like a personal portrait of me and my daughter and then like last year, I tend to kind of have like a commercial output for my personal work. Yeah. Not in a horrible way, but just in a, it gives me a reason to do it. So um, I think it was last year I decided to do a new print range of all botanicals. But I knew that I either wouldn't, not that I wouldn't put the time into it, but I booked a space and was like, right, well, I'm having a private view on this date, so I need to have it done. <laughs> so I need a deadline for things or I'll just, I won't not do them, but I'll just painstake over it and yeah. it'll never end. Um, so I think... But then again, like, so that project that I did for myself, that's gotten me so much other work. So like I did a mural for Ask Italian because the girl that I've worked with them before, um, she came to the private view. She's like, we actually want something like this, but in a mural form. Yeah. So that's kind of the dream. If, this, if a client can take a personal piece that I've done as a print and then say, mm. we kind of want this, but different and in this outcome. And if I'm a little bit scared of that, yeah. that's great that's kind of generates the work that you want yeah to do exactly it, yeah. yeah exactly but also without it being like can you just do this because yeah. that's not re- I don't want to end up doing the same thing again and again I kind of want to want my work to progress and you kind of like for me it's kind of that idea of success is I'm not look I don't sit on my website looking at what I've done I'm thinking about what I'm doing next mm-hmm. it's not really that's not really what it's about for me it's yeah. about like looking forward and I think that's probably where the confidence and the fear comes from as well I'm like what am I doing next mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah where do you get your kind of like inspiration and references and you know are there any other illustrators that you kind of admire or have influenced you well so fun, so a lot of my friends are illustrators because I went I did illustration in college um and the best advice I like I don't I think everyone needs different advice but the best, best advice I ever got was to stop looking at other illustrators mm-hmm. my tutor said it to me he was just like you just need to draw and just forget about everything and don't, he's like look at don't even like just don't look at don't go to galleries <laughs> and don't look at other illustrators because yeah you'll end up subconsciously copying them. Mm-hmm. Not even copying, but this trend there and all of that. He's like, just draw Claudine and just forget about it. And that's kind of what I do. So actually, 
for inspiration I'm a lot more like my work although it's very kind of colorful and kind of abstract it's very figuratively based so I take a lot of photos and like I get out into a lot of my personal work is nature based like I go for a walk and I kind of get away from things mm -hmm. so for me drawing is more of a escape really yeah, yeah. and then with client work like the brief is more of the challenge so it's kind of mixing that design aspect challenging aspect and then kind of once I get to the stage where I'm sitting down and drawing that's fine it's done for me and yeah. um, it's the bit before that mm. the kind of not struggle like creative mm. bit yeah. <laughs> as a child were you always creative did you always think did you think it was you were going to be an illustrator or an artist I don't or... think I knew what an illustrator was yeah um but yeah I was so my family like so my mum and dad ran their own business and my mum was well both of them were quite creative but my mum was very musical and mm -hmm. um, I am not musical at all. I love music, but I do not have the singing voice or any kind of thing. So art was kind of always my thing. And I guess I like when I was small, that was always encouraged. Um, but I don't think I ever saw it as like, oh, I can do this as a job. Mm -hmm. And I don't think, I think my dad definitely didn't see that as something that I could do for a job. Um, which he, yeah, so that was kind of a contentious thing when I was smaller. I was like, I want to go to art school. He's like, yeah, you're quite smart though, so let's not do that. <laughs> um, which he hasn't apologised for. <laughs> um, no, he's really supportive. But no, I think it was only, I think moving to London made me realise, actually, I have to make this work now because I've left home. And even when I finished uni, I don't know if I thought I'd do it. And I, like, I think there's a lot to be said for doing a full time. And I feel, I don't want to say lucky, but I'm very happy that I've gotten to that point. But actually... When I was working as a designer and doing it like in the evenings and stuff, that's fine too. Like the, the work doesn't change. It's about making the work for me. So as long as my bills are paid and I'm doing work, I'm happy. Yeah. Whatever the kind of mix of that is, yeah. I don't really mind. So yeah, I don't, I don't think I saw myself as being a full-time artist. I think that is like almost an unknown dream come true. I'm pretty sure I wanted to be a vet. Um, but yeah, sorry, I've kind of roundabouted that. Mm. So I don't know, yeah. can't remember what the question was. <laughs> Um, I suppose, like knowing what you know now and what you've learned over the last yeah. few years, um, if you could speak to the younger version of you just about to start, yeah. is there any piece of advice that you would now give to someone or the younger you starting out right um, now? Probably relax a bit. I'd probably give that like advice to me right now as well, <laughs> uh, and like have a little bit more confidence in like my work and myself. Yeah. Um, again, probably give that to myself now. Um, but yeah, I think it's a balance. And I think I used to like, if I went to a party or anything, I met someone, they'd be like, what do you do? I'd start sweating going like, well, actually I work in admin and I do a bit of graphic design and then I draw in the evening. So I'd be like, just say you're an illustrator. They do not care like how you fill your day. <laughs> so like, just call yourself an illustrator and just do it. Like if you're doing it, it doesn't matter what time of day you're doing it. Um, and yeah, I think that would be it. And like, probably just, I've just about got used to the kind of, Sometimes I'll have five projects on, sometimes I'll have nothing on um, and that's okay. And actually, I would say like, I probably should have maybe packed in the day job a bit earlier, mm -hmm. but actually I've learned so much from kind of doing that juggle that now I'm kind of juggling motherhood and drawing. I'm kind of gone back to the, I don't work from nine to five, I work from whatever snippets I can get and it's not a whole new thing to me. It's kind of like, oh, those two years of full-time freelance where I had a studio and worked nine to five, they were a bit of a luxury and mm. I'll get that again sometime. But right now it's a juggle again. Yeah, and that's obviously a challenge with having, you know, working at home. Your yeah. Husband works at home, or, um, and you've got a, a daughter. Yeah. You know, sometimes I know when you've got to, you know, you're working on a brief, you need to concentrate. Yeah. You've got that little person. Oh yeah. Tapping on I'm your. I'm surprised we haven't heard some mamas uh -huh. through the door. <laughs> we're waiting, we're waiting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Do, you, do, you, do 
you find that quite challenging? Yeah, actually that's something that when we were moving flats, so we just moved into this flat, but our last flat, I sold my desk on Gumtree about, um, and all our furniture about a month before we moved and I didn't have a space. Now in this place, like I do end up working in a lot of different places, like half, like that entire Twitter campaign was in bed. I broke an iPad doing it, <laughs> like with a child hanging off me and me drawing like with the claw hand. But actually I need, a designated space so luckily in this flat I've got like two desks but it yeah. means that like Rob will finish work at maybe four or whatever time or if I'm having a meeting or something and I just need to be able to close the door and like have space and yeah. um, most of my ideas and stuff I end up doing like I will go for a walk and that's kind of how I creatively go through things and then like a lot of my work I do in bed <laughs> so even like I've got a journal and I need to have it next to me because I think it's either first thing in the morning or last thing at night is when my brain like settles from everything and that's when stuff starts going and um, so yeah I think I really struggled in the other flat when I saw my desk and I didn't have and Rob was really like you just work on a laptop or your iPad or like something you can just go on any desk I'm like I need somewhere that's just for me yeah, yeah. but there's just nothing else <laughs> um, because I mean as much as I can do like a couple of admins and orders and roll some tubes with a baby running around I can't be creative yeah I need to be on my own <laughs> real team player yeah <laughs> Um, and I suppose, um, you know, what, what's, what's next for you? What does the future hold? What do you, you, know, do you, do you see yourself just carrying on doing the same? Yeah, now? yeah. I mean, I think that's the thing. Like I said, that was the advice I'd give myself is that it's okay to kind of not know what's coming. Mm -hmm. um, I've got a project on at the moment for an existing client and that's quite good. They're based in Tasmania and the time difference is working out really well for me mm -hmm. because I can kind of send them sketches and stuff if I am working kind of in the evenings and then I've got feedback by the morning, so that's quite good. Um, I've just got a new product line launching. I think it started to launch, so I'm able to talk about it. It's a short trick, you can't talk about anything. Mm -hmm. um, with the British Library in London, so that's a new project line that was actually a kids line. I don't think they know I've had a kid, so it was quite a nice um, timing thing for me, but it's a little bit different. So it's a lot more of a paired back style. So um, it's like a graphic pattern that I've done. It's on a couple of different projects, so products, so that's cool. And then I'm doing a couple of like little fairs in Glasgow to kind mm -hmm. of Say that I exist, yeah. um, so that'll be good. And then I don't know what. That's it. And if anyone listening wants to go and buy any of your prints, where do they go? Where can we yeah. send them? ClaudinaSullivan.com forward slash shop. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, it, it's up there in the menu. Unless my website's broken, please tell me if it is. <laughs> cool. Well, um, thanks so much for taking the time to no sit worries. with us. Um, you know, if you like what you're hearing and you want to support the podcast, please rate and write review and help us get the word out. Also, jump on and buy some of Claudine's lovely prints. Be a big help to her. Um, if you've been listening on Spotify or Google Podcasts, you can also watch the full version on YouTube. Um, we publish a new episode uh, on the last Monday of every month, so make sure you're subscribed. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Thanks very much. Thanks. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for having me. <laughs>